Come on, come on. It's already, it's already, it's already. What? It's already all right because this is not live. This thing is Memorex. It's already been recorded and we've already come out the victors and not the doggone me victims. You're tuned in and locked in right here to your number one inspirational morning show in the country. The whole doggone me thing. It is the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show. I am your happy host, Jerry P. Beasley, broadcasting live from the historic KCOH Studios on the corner. KCOH Global Studios. Let me get that right. KCOH Global Studios, historic 
KCOH Global Studios. On the corner of Alameda and Wichita, smack dab in the middle of what some call Midtown, others call Third Ward. I simply call this thing home in the glorious, magnificent, iron-spiring city of Houston, Texas, and all over the world via KCOHradio.com, KCOHTV, the Boost app. Tune in, Alexa, BBC Global OS, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. We're there. Look us up. We're Googleable. Good morning to you. It's a Monday morning, kind of hazy, kind of cloudy, kind of you know, a little bit of something. I feel a little rain coming. Fingers kind of hurt a little bit. I don't know what that is. But nonetheless, so govern yourselves accordingly. I know we're supposed to have some tremendous showers beginning tomorrow in the Houston area. So govern yourselves accordingly. If by chance I can't make it through here on tomorrow, you'll know what happened. But I'm praying that I can make it here tomorrow because I have a very important interview on tomorrow. And I'm going to make sure I do it. And plus the Lord Rutledge perspective comes on tomorrow. So Lord, if you could just hold the reins back until around 11, 1145. Get me to the house. Get back to the house. Okay, I thank you. I appreciate you. We got work to do. Amen and amen. But if not, you know what have happened. And then you'll find it on social media. So please follow me. You don't have to befriend me, but do follow me on Facebook at Jerry, J-E-R-R-I, not a Y, because I am a lady. P, P for fade, Beasley, B-E-A-S-L-E-Y. It ain't easy being Beasley. Listen, I had a wonderful weekend. I pray that you did too. What happened? Saturday, 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 Saturday. Oh, I redecorated my patio on Saturday. I was on a mission, honey. I was on a real mission because Tall Cole, super producer Tall Cole, my friend, my buddy, my brother, and my arch enemy, he uh, did something to his patio. He had it screened in. Now, I do have curtains there that are screen curtains, but he had the thing screened in. He paid a couple of, a couple of thousand. You know, I paid about 60 Okay, $60. He paid several thousand to get his screened in. So what he made me do is get motivated to uh, rescreen mine. No, I'm not going to do the screened in version that he paid several thousand. Remember, Tall has a job we know nothing about, but apparently it pays well. All right? So I couldn't do all that that he did. So I took the screens that I already had up there, and then I re-put them back up there and hung them up a little bit better. Okay, to make sure I can cover more ground. And uh, that's a good thing. When you are competing and the competition makes you better, baby, that's a good thing. Get around folks that make you want to do better. He made me want to do better because I saw what he had going on. I didn't sit there, well, I told God to speak and I ain't, do, I ain't got the devil. No, I found a better way to do it. So that's what I did on Saturday, rearranged some of my furniture and all of that on the patio. That takes a lot of time. I tell you and I tell you again. When you start taking care of your business, you're going to find out you got a lot of business to take care of. You don't have time to be bored. And, of course, I posted it because, hey, that's what we do. So I posted it, and I told him, you know, you got me out here cleaning my patio, Tal. And then I had the song playing, just me, myself, and I. Just a little healthy competition. And, of course, he showed his grass again, his green grass. Then I reposted, meanwhile, back at the ranch, my flowers that I had that are blooming very nice. Again, I say, this is our healthy competition. And what it has done is invoked others to join in. Got a good little friend out there in New Orleans, Eric Williams. He posted that he's growing potatoes. So he's all in the, in the game right now, the, what we're doing. And then I had Cynthia, Dr. Cynthia J. Hickman, who will be on tomorrow with us. She posted that she was out doing tennis, playing tennis for her mental health. 
on the other day. Then I told you all, and I told Super Producer Tall Cole, you know, there's a craze going on right now, the Taco Bell pizza craze. Never had it. Never really wanted it. I don't know about Taco Bell meat. No offense to you, Taco Bell. If you want to sponsor the show, we love you. You're great. But something about that pizza looked dry to me. Felt like I could do it. Well, I did. Got dog it. And I did the uh, keto version of it. There was a low-carb version of it. And it turned out extremely, extremely good. Okay? I had it for two days. Okay? That one thing made enough for two days to cover you for two days. That's a good thing. So that means some appetite is shrinking in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. But it was delicious. And so I posted that. If you want to learn how to make it and you want to be good at it, go follow me. Okay? Now, Lynetta Calicut, she got her little version. Okay? She did the extra. Okay? But that's what she does. She's a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. The girl is a cook cook. Okay? So she likes to make everything from scratch. And like I told her, I'm sure you would have gotten fresh ripened tomatoes from the Tuscan Valley. But I didn't. I got the canned sauce, and that's what I use. But I don't know. She did something different, a little bit more organic, more show-offy. Then I had mine on a paper plate, and she knows the rules. I've said, please, when you plate yours and put yours on Facebook, please put it on a paper plate so as not to outdo me. She told me she wasn't going to do no paper plate because she don't use paper plates. I told her to use a shoebot lid or get blocked. Well, of course, she didn't do any of what I asked her to do. She went and got a regular plate and put it on there, trying to up me. So she's blocked, but God is good. But I unblocked it because we're going to want to compete again. So I, I just can't keep you blocked for long when we're in a competition. And uh, people are enjoying it. So it's not a, there's a difference between competing because you're envious or healthy competition where iron is sharpening iron. It makes you want to do some stuff better. Got another Facebook friend. Don't know her personally, but we're getting to know each other, and she's going to be on the show Paula Harrison, who is doing this cooking thing on Facebook. And she does all organic food, no meat. And when I saw her do some stuff with some zucchini, I was just like glued to the phone like, what are you going to do with that zucchini? Can zucchini really taste that good? Listen, I'm following folks that's going to something. Okay, I'm following folks that is inheritance and some promises. Now, she looking good. You know, she thin, thin. So I know she not lying about her zucchini and what it's doing for her and the mushrooms and the bell peppers and all of that. So we're going to have her on the show because I've been watching the news. Now they're saying it's salmonella and what is it? It's some hamburger meat salmonella and got into. You see the baby little milk is messing up. It's stuff going on in the world. So we're going to need some of this plant-based stuff to offset some of this other stuff, this foolish stuff. So I'm paying attention to, you know, the moves that are being made. And he already told me that two years prior. I mean, two years ago, right before the pandemic, you need to start gardening. You need to start planting fresh vegetables. I know what I don't want to plant again, that's tomatoes. I'll just go ahead and get those from Walmart because my last little batch of tomatoes, whatever the little bugs are, I said, you know what, little bugs, I'm sick of you. Every time I try to buy a pesticide for you, you just keep growing. Y'all big penitentiary-looking bugs. So I just put the whole plant out. Just gone. I don't want y'all don't need your tomatoes. Walmart still got a full supply of y'all. Now, what I will do is the bell peppers that are doing excellent. The cucumbers, excellent. The okra, excellent. Okay? Blackberries, you about to go to because I haven't seen nothing. No proof of you growing at all. So I don't have a lot of patience for that stuff. But I love it. Okay? Okay. Let's get to the Word of God. That's what I did Saturday. 
Sunday, I worked in my yard. I, uh, I pruned some plants in the yard, in the garden. And I hate pruning plants because I'm one of these people that I hate getting rid of stuff. It could be old, dilapidated, and no longer useful. I had a tandy computer somebody gave me, and I kept holding on to that for dear life until six months ago. What you going to do with this computer? This thing's so big and outdated, I don't know. It might have a comeback. I'm not a hoarder, but I am a concern giveaway. Okay? Let me say it like that. So when it comes to pruning plants, I'd be like, but look how big it's growing. Look how good it looked. And God was like, look at all that brown here, brown there. Yeah, but, yeah, but it'll go away sooner or later. Yeah, after you cut it. Because the minute you cut it, then the rest of the healthy vines can grow bigger and better. There's a message in that. Go follow me on Facebook and you'll hear the message. Jerry, J-E-R-R-I. Not a Y, because I'm a lady. P for paid Beasley. B-E-A-S-L-E-Y. Follow me there and catch that message that I got from pruning those plants. Because we all need some pruning hmm? in order to grow right. Let's go to Jeremiah 1 and 5, and it reads, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Let's read it again for those on I-10. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Listen, God already knew who we were going to be before he even put us in our mother's womb. He already knew that he ordained us and called us for certain things. We didn't get the memo. We did everything against what he tried to do for, no, what he did do for us. I'll be honest. I did everything against what God has spoken into my life and spoke over my life and who I am today. There are many, and I said this on my Holy Ghost drive-by, there are many who met you in your transitional period. And they connected to who you were, but they're finding it hard to connect to who you're becoming. Because some got comfortable with knowing you on the level that you were. You were comfortable on that level. Until God says, now I'm requiring you to take it higher. You can't stay here. I've got to get you here because of the purpose, the plan, and the call that is on your life. And it's confusing to many because some feel like it's betrayal when really it's growth and going in the direction of what he placed you here to go. The truth of the matter is, they say you acting brand new. Guess what? You are brand new. You're brand new because there's been a change and a difference in you. But you're not really, really brand new because this is who you were before he formed you. In your mother's womb. Me outside for hours. I was caught up yesterday. Pruning those plants. I was caught up digging in those weeds. I hated that stuff. When, go when I was growing up. My daddy would get me and my sister. And my cousin David up. Early in the morning. Like the old folks say. Four day in the morning. We got to get up. We got to get it. We got to get it. We got to we 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 we. That's what he kept saying. Have us out in that yard. Working till sun up to sundown. Daddy, can we have some water? He had water two hours ago. Stop being greedy. And we were out there picking weeds. I hated gardening. But it was implanted in me. And to that I got to this age and I realized, wait a minute. I love this. 
Because God already knew the parents I needed to do to be who I needed to become. There was a lot of things my mother spoke in my life and talked in my life that I rejected. And now I find myself doing those very things. Because it was already set up to be this way. He already knew who we were before we were formed in our mother's womb. And some have met you in periods that you didn't know, I didn't know, we didn't know who we were. So what we gave others was a false representation of who we were. Not purposely, we just didn't know. So there's no hard feelings in purpose because we go from glory to glory to God. You can't change and stay the same. There is a difference that will occur in a child of God's life that's on a mission in the purpose of what God has called them to be. Remember, he already knew you before you were formed. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you on today and I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for knowing us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for growing us. Thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. Thank you for the rising of the sun and the going down of the same sun. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy that is new each and every morning. Thank you for your grace that is sufficient. Thank you for your love that's unconditional. Thank you for your joy that's unspeakable. Thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding. Because we keep our minds stayed upon you and you shall keep us in perfect peace. Thank you that our steps are ordered and not obligated. Thank you, Lord, that we are becoming everything you called us to become. Thank you that we're walking in the places you told us we would walk in. We're doing the things you called us to do. Thank you that our focus is on point. Thank you that we look towards the hills with which cometh our help because all of our help comes from the Lord. Thank you that no weapon formed against us or our family or our loved ones shall prosper. And every word spoken against us, we shall cast it down in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that we plead over the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. We apply that blood over our loved ones and everyone assigned and attached to us, letting the death angel know to pass on by. Thank you, God, that you're still making ways where there looked like there was no way because you are the way and therefore we get out of your way. Thank you, Lord, that we walk in the newness of who we've been called to be. Thank you, Lord, that a change has come. Thank you, Lord, that we are different because we are called from you, God. We are divinely made and divinely inspired by you, God. And we cannot and will not and shall not remain the same. We give you glory this day and forevermore. Now, at least we be rude. We say, good morning, Father, good morning, Son, and good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this radio station. You're welcome over these airways. You're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our cars. You're welcome in our jobs. You're welcome in our schools, and you're welcome in our Zoom rooms. You're welcome under the freeway and you're welcome under the alleyway. You're welcome in the nursing home and you're welcome in the ICU room. You're welcome in the living room and you're welcome in the bedroom. You're welcome in the jailhouse and you're welcome in the crack house. And you're definitely welcome in the White House. From the White House to the church house, right on back to our house, everything that need not be, pluck it up. And everything that should be, planted. And God, while you're plucking and planting, please go ahead and reveal and deal with every plot, plan, scheme, and trick of the enemy. Everything that came to keep 
keep us stagnant. Everything that came to stun our growth. Even if it's our attitudes, our ways, and our emotions. Reveal it, deal with it, and shut it down in the name of Jesus. That we can grow to be all you called us to be. That we can flourish where we've been planted. And do what you've called us to do. Because we are different because you have made us different. In Jesus' name, we just prayed that thing. Get up and accept it. Get up and accept it. Get up and accept it. That you are different because he made you different. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not the same. 
mother's womb, he already knew you. He already ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. Wear your gift. Wear it well. The problem is, a lot of times, we didn't know to wear it. We didn't even know we had it on, and people that didn't know we had it on didn't see it on us. But it was on us, all alone. And we tried to wear something else, tried to wear another title, tried to wear another jacket, and it never fit. That's why many of us always have felt we never fit in. Because we didn't. We were trying to fit in places that we were not supposed to stay. 
Now, he allowed us in certain places so we could see some things. And then he will send us back to certain places when he's delivered us from some things. I think about how God has done some miraculous things in my life that I went from being bipolar schizophrenia to now doing some things in the mental health arena. Got a phone call on Saturday, asked to do something major and connect him to be a board member of something major that deals with mental health. And he told me Saturday, I have put you in your call place. You've been in some places and you've had some success. But now I'm going to show you what it's all about. And he has shown me some great and mighty things. That's not popping collars. That's not bragging. That's reflective. That's like, man, Lord, what I thought was a bad thing was an ordered thing. Steps were ordered all along. Your steps have been ordered all along. Even in things that didn't feel good to you, your steps were ordered all along. That you could be who he had already intended for you to be. As I said about gardening and doing all of that, I didn't like it as a child, but I love it as an adult because I was groomed to love plants. I was groomed to love gardening. Didn't want it, I rejected it, but the thing that I was groomed for, I'm now doing. Didn't want to go into a mental institution, but I was groomed for that I can come out and set the captives free through the anointing in the power of Jesus Christ. What is it that you are rejecting that you're actually groomed for now? He's done great and mighty things even in the midst of stuff that was adversity. But he did it because he knew who he already made you to be. And he knew you would come out on the other side and be a witness for him. Ooh, that man is somebody. And guess what? We're somebody in him. What has he done for you?
happy. Be happy with who you are because he made you who you are. Before you performed in your mother's womb, we already knew you. He already knew he was going to ordain you to be a prophet unto the nations. I love when she said, back in the day when I didn't know who I could be, I used to be so unhappy. She said she didn't even know who she was called to be. If you really listen to the words of that song, I just called her, where are the words of that song? And it reminded me, as I've told you all before, that as a young child, I was very, very shy. I used to walk with my head down. I used to walk all crooked and stuff. I used to walk behind my mother and my sister, stepping on their heels. My sister would say, stop it, dummy. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want them people looking at me. And God had to give me the mother that he gave me because he already knew he had ordained me to be a prophet to the nation. And I couldn't be a scary, shy prophet. So I needed a Verdell Beasley who would say, hold your head up. What is wrong with you? Don't you dare ever hold your head down like that. Stick those shoulders back. Come here, let me show you how to walk straight. Walk like you know. Do you know you are Beasley? You are an energy that cannot be contained. Do you know that? My mother would hype me up so I would just go out there with all kind of hype. I'm a Beasley. You know? Some people it mattered. Some it didn't. But it mattered to me because it was instilled in me because she knew I couldn't go on and be the woman of God he called me to be being shy. Something hindering you. Some people, I say it again for those just jumping on, met you in your transitional season and they connected to who they thought you were. Now they can't connect to who you really are and they feel portrayed. Now you have two options. You can go back and repeat a role that has been canceled and act like the old person you were or you can shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. There are no apologies when growth has occurred. You didn't even know you were going to change up like that. You didn't even know what God had already planned in your life. But trust and believe there were signs and there was clues that he was about to do something big in your life.
Ain't nobody tell like me. Huh? Ain't nobody tell a story. Because I got a, I got a, I got a, you got a, we got a testimony. Good morning to Harold Rule. Harold Rule in Chicago this morning. He said he just happened to search the web and got on here. And how glad he is. How glad are we to have you, Harold? We're big, big glad. So thank you for being here. And tell somebody out there in Chicago what you found on the internet. KCOHradio.com Glad to be with you on today. Remember, before you performed in your mother's womb, he already knew you. He already knew he was ordaining you to be a prophet unto the nation. Okay, maybe you didn't walk out that way. Maybe you didn't start walking in that path. Maybe you didn't come out the womb prophesying and carrying on and whatnot. Maybe you did some other stuff. But guess what? God already let you do it because he already knew where he was taking you. He knew how long you were going to keep doing that. And then he knew there would be a time you wouldn't do it any longer, nor have the desire to do it. And now he has given you position. He has given you influence. He has given you opportunities. He's given you platforms. He's given you favor. And more importantly, he's given you instructions to do, do for the glory of him. He's given you the grace to do it because he knew you would. ever needed God to come through for you, and he did. This is a celebration of the grace of God. Let's go, Kimberell. My testimony is real. Yeah. I came this far by faith. Yeah. 
time and all the time, God is good. I want you to know whatever you need, God's grace is always sufficient on time and exactly what you need. I gotta have you.